introduce a special news bulletin. Welcome to the latest Arcade Attack podcast. It's Adrian here, and I'm walking into town today. That's a really bad pun. I'm going to keep it going, though, because <laughs> I'm joined with my fellow walking person, Dylan. Hello, Adrian. <laughs> you are currently walking. Sit down, Dylan. It's not I'm going to sit down now. This oh. is a non-walking zone. I even did a, I even did a robot voice, especially <laughs> on the podcast. And Rob, who is sitting down, how are you doing, mate? Hey, good to be back. Um, I thought today we'll we, we go... Yeah, we'll, we'll go back. It's a bit more obscure title for some. There's probably some people listening who might not even heard of this game before. It was only released on one platform, the Amiga. I'm talking about Walker. That's good because I was walking and <laughs> when you started the podcast. That was they good. made a game of that. Like, well, someone walking. I remember around. like the TV show with Chuck Norris, and <laughs> <laughs> he no. was a uh, Walker a Texas sheriff. Ranger. Walker, yeah, Texas it. Ranger. No, it was not that. What is Walker, the game on the Amiga? Anyone know you've heard about this game before? I'm sure you have. Yeah, Rob, I, I actually, like, all jokes aside, I do remember that being one of the very few games in the 90s I actually wanted to get an Amiga to play. Yeah. It's like you're, um, this, like, you're basically a big Ed 209 <laughs> and you're shooting everything. <laughs> basically, that's it. Um, this is the perfect time to stop this pod, rewind, go to a previous pod and listen to where I get my games from. Hashtag. My Uncle Victor. Uncle Victor. <laughs> so I got Walker. Um, well, it must have been 1993 because that's when it was released. So, you know, middle of the eight Amiga sort of mm-hmm. time, I would you say. It's a classic 2D shooter. You know, side scrolling from right to left. Right to left, people. Not left to right. Right to left. Now that's that's going to mess you up. No. How many other games do you play right to left? Unless you're playing a football game, maybe. Maybe a few levels of decap attack or something. But that's that's odd, isn't it? I I don't know. Um, Kind of. I think it kind of goes back to language. Like, I think a big reason why Western games go left to right is because that's where our language goes. Yeah. Um, Obviously not the same in... Do you you know offhand any languages that go right to left? Uh, Chinese. Mandarin, I think. Mm, I know Hebrew does. That's about the big one, isn't it? Um, that goes right to left. Those uh, comics I got you for Christmas, they were... You have to read backwards, don't you? Yeah, the uh, the manga ones. Yeah. The manga ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're right to left. I love the way you say backwards. No, that's... Yeah. I know, it's, no, it's, it's just different. Just different. It's just different. It's yeah, just but different. I think that is like a big kind of left to right is the default it does, thing. I think a lot of game developers threw it into games for us to throw off the player. So basically, you're doing it all left to right, left to right, left to right, and then for some reason, you'll just be like... Like, like, like in Decap Attack, or I think even World of Illusion does it. Does it World of Illusion do it? I'm making things up in my head. Making things up again. Making things up again. But it does kind of feel a little bit strange. That's why, if you're playing Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat, if you're, you're on the other head, side, head, yeah. you always want to be on the left and not the right. It always oh, feels more yeah. real. But that's odd, though, isn't it? I can still go for my Hadoukens. Like, if I'm on the right hand side of the screen, I can still go for my Hadoukens. That's that's the main thing. You just do spinning bird. Ki- uh, you just do um, the 
the spinning kicks. Touch my that's it. You do that. Right, so back to Walker. Okay, Jacko. Back to Walker. It was released in 1993 in February. There you go. I'm being specific. (laughs) Valentine's Day present for Adrian. Exactly. Happy Valentine's Day. Do you know what, though? This game actually started developing many, many years before. You could almost argue it was in development hell for a number of years. I think, actually... Well, it was made by DMA Designs. We like DMA, don't we? Oh, we're big fans of DMA. Yeah. And they, I think they started it in the sort of really late 80s. I'm talking like maybe 88, 89 possibly. But it was in development for about three or four years. So how crazy. And it, at one point, I think it was almost canned completely. That's long even for those for those days, isn't it? <laughs> it is really. Um, created you sure by... sure it wasn't an organization Kickstarter? No. Oh, oh, here we go. In joke. No, a walk starter. <laughs> You're going to be unbearable I, this episode. <laughs> I gave, I gave it, a, I gave it a laugh. I um, I love Walker actually. I, I'll chuck it out there early. I thought it was a brilliant game. It looked classy, and uh, I'll talk more about why I like it so much later. But I got in contact with two key developers of the game, and you can read, you can read interviews of them on the site right now. Big players, and these these lovely gentlemen, Ian Dunlop and Neil Glancy, they're they're big time. They've worked in a number of big games. Not just Walker, of course. Um, Ian, for example, went on to work at Iguana Games. Uh, Turret titles, for example, lots of turret games. Contra 4 as well. Hired Guns, a big DMA. Oh, wow, that's DMA big game. games. Um, Neil Glancy as well also w- worked on the, the, I think, pretty fun South Park game. Do you remember that on the N64? Yeah. Uh, he also worked at Turret Games. And he also worked on the latest, latest Doom Turok as well. Turok or Turok? Turok? I call him Turok. Turok. Yeah, Turok. 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 And, um, yeah, the latest Doom game as well. So big, big names, big credentials, mm-hmm. and Walker, you know, let's be honest, they, they helped resurrect a sleeping giant, because honestly, it was close to being, well, not being made. It would have been a shame, I think, if it had never seen the light of day. Usually by now, I'd do my old back of the box, wouldn't I? Back of the box. <laughs> Back Why not? I can't do it. There's no. The thing is, I don't own a Walker box of one thing. Oh my god, you're continuing. And I'm not telling you my sources where I find my back of the box information usually. <laughs> so I've got maybe the next best. I've got the story from the manual. That's, I, I'm 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 game. You ready for this? I'm game. Now, guys, sit back. Dylan's got a nice cup of coffee because this is quite a yeah. long story. I mean, like I, a lot of this involves murdering people. I mean, uh, you murder a lot of people in this game, so mm. there better be a pretty good justification for well. it. I mean, God, you wipe out absolutely <laughs> everyone in this game. I love Go it. On. In a way, this is the kind of game you can make with very little story, could you? Could you? But this, they've got such a complex. Basically, going through a bunch of war zones and killing every single human you see. Basically, yeah. um, but this is this story. I think takes. Um, well, I see what you think, but I think it's like, um, oh, what's that game? Rise of the Robots story to another level. Because that went on for a bit, didn't it? I love that story. That Are you ready for this? I was thinking, brilliant. do I try and cut this story down? But I'm going to give you the whole caboodle. Are uh, you ready? Here, everyone get, yeah, get comfy. Get here comfy. Um, right. <clears throat> I'm going to put my, my story voice on. Story voice. The shape grew in the dark. A grinding and clashing of metal filled the dank air as the Im- immense hulk rose to its feet. Soldiers looked on, paralyzed by fear at the shape that now stood tall and menacing, scant distance ahead. The machine settled itself, almost relaxing on its haunches, like a puma in weight, muscles flinching, silent and purposeful. Flinching or flexing? I've got here flinching. Interesting. Flinching. A powerful hum drew attention towards the towering monster as gun turrets swung smoothly into view and began to scan the scene. 
shouted orders now issued back and forth across the lines of infantry men who spurred into action. A rumbling heavy cannon drew up behind the lines with a loud hiss as air brakes brought, brought its colossal weight to a halt. Yet it was still dwarfed by the walker. And there they lay, face to face, the might of the Endalian Time Force, a specially trained unit with the latest mortar technology and the best backup hardware money can buy. Against the walker, the machine from the future. It came as no surprise, of course, to the troops on the ground facing the walker. They'd been waiting and preparing for weeks now, waiting for the time vacuum to burst its deadly load upon their doorsteps. (laughs) (laughs) Right, if we're continuing. Oh my God, we're continuing. (laughs) Is the load going to be cleaned up? (laughs) Well, but when the walker did arrive, its sheer size drove dread into the hearts of the troops, whose task it was to destroy it. The history of the Time Wars was scarred with appearances such as this. Mm. Mm. The war broke out in the year 2370, following the invasion of the Mirian Terbium <laughs> Mines by the great warring continent of Northern Endalion. Endalion? <laughs> Endalion? <laughs> but it took over three decades before the war entered its most deadly phase. With the shifting polarity of the mother planet, vast new tracts of space time opened up, in which these deadly war games could now be played. But it was Northern Endalian who reacted most swiftly. Suddenly, realising the strategic advantages to be gained, they sent large forces of highly, highly trained commandos back in time. There, the time bandits, as they, as they were to become known, established bases in full knowledge of future enemy manoeuvres. This meant that the war being waged in the present could be irrevocably altered by the war in the irrevocably. past. Mm. A war. Stop, stop, stop correcting him. A war in which the Andalians would have a huge advantage of both surprise and technology. Mm. It was only when entire units of the Mian army were thrown out of existence by the actions of the Andalian time bandits that the Miran high command realized the immense danger their essentially peaceful nation was in. And so it was that the AG9, codenamed Walker, was born. Wait a minute. The essentially peaceful nation that have been at war for 30 years <laughs> with their neighbours. Well, uh, yeah. But here we go. A weapon which could be taken back through time and challenged the Endalian units established in past time zones. Engineering criteria required a self-contained and energy-efficient unit, thus expansive armour, and a powerful yet efficient weapon system would be required. Plus the ability to travel any terrain at speed necess- necessitated... Ne- necess- Necessitated. Necessitated a bipedal movement I'm done, system. I'm doing it now. Bipedal. Bipedal movement <laughs> system. The only compromise this design required was the need for a large heat sink at the back of the craft to dissipate the heat produced by the walker's power source. Ooh. Thus produced, like a nice heat sink. <laughs> thus produced, the walkers were sent through the Mirian time gate and into battle, leaving the high command waiting with baiting breath to see how many returned Almost there, ladies and gents. Jesus. History now relates the ensuring events up to the present day of how the Endalian forces attacked the Walker installations, halting Walker productions for any foreseeable future. It also tells of how only one Walker returned in a usable state, limping through the time gate to report to the sole successful mission of Walker operations. No other mission results were, were reported. With hindsight, 
It was rather ironic that these events happened at the time that the Mirian intelligence units communicated the presence of four key Endalian positions within the timescape, which it appeared, with the uh, enigmas thrown up through time travel, could prove decisive in the wars. It was noted that the, these that should these four bases be destroyed, Endalian forces in the present would cease to exist. And so, armed with a piece of information, the Mirarian commanders turned their attention to the remaining Walker unit. Conventional attacks could not be successful because speed was of the essence to prevent present-day Endalian units mobilising quickly and reinforcing the remaining key installations. Only a Walker unit would be quick enough and versatile enough to complete the mission within these time constraints, but only one Walker remained operational, and it had only one chance for survival. So you're saying that in this game, you're across between Ed 209 and the T-1000, Yes. And, and your job is to literally murder everyone you see, yes. and you're the hero. At different time zones, Rob. Different time zones. <laughs> it's basically like a mashup between Robocop and Terminator and some kind of war movie, isn't it? Basically. Basically, That's yeah. Ma- it just come on. Just say you're a massive ED209, <laughs> annihilate everything, enjoy yourself. Bob's your uncle. Why? <laughs> They've hired someone to come up with that, haven't they? Yeah. Someone, it definitely someone... sounds like a f- either part-time or frustrated author. It really does, doesn't Walker, it? the novel. Oh, well, Coming know, soon. I don't know if Neil or Ian have, have given that a, given that a crap, but that is that that is. You're not something. a fan of the story? No, I'm not a fan of the story, <laughs> to be honest with you. It was all right. Like... It's, it's not horrific, but I'm not, I'm like, it doesn't make, it doesn't, reading that wouldn't make me want to play the game. It, I would yeah. prefer URED209, Annihilate Everything. All right, then I'll play I it. don't know. I quite like the story. Yeah, Rob's a fan. Do you really feel the story when you play the game? No, you do not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't feel anything about any of that, but anyway, go on. Well, you call the robot Ed209, but it's actually AG9. Get I it know, right? See, they even, I know, but I'm just using the <laughs> Robocop thing. I, I, know, I know, I know. So yeah, you take control of a gigantic robot, codenamed Walker, it's a simple mission, really. The story's not simple. Guide Walker through four time kaboom zones everything. and kill everybody and destroy everything in sight. <laughs> it's kabooming. I love it. I do love time travel, though. I have to say, I'm a massive fan. I love time travel as a concept. And But really, you don't really even feel that in this game. I don't, even like through the different levels, it doesn't feel like you're going to different time zones. To, to be a little bit of defense, they do have sort of more advanced weaponry in the future. Like you know, these The are, backdrops are slightly different. Backdrops, different colors. They're different colours. Different colours. They go from like dark purplish to like other purplish. <laughs> dark reddish and dark, dark greenish. Reddish, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's more you get in Syndicate. That's Ooh, right, yeah. Yeah, I suppose. So each, so there's basically four big stages and each stage has kind of got two levels. So kind of eight levels in total, two for each time zone. Do you want to hear the dates of the time zones? It's quite a good timing, really. Go on then, go on then. We've got 1944 Berlin. Yep. Oh, you've got to have the classic Berlin level. Then yeah. I think the next stage is randomly 2019 Los Angeles. So in the future, Whoa. hashtag just We've gone past that. Whoa, that's madness. So it's kind of in the future, but not. Uh, if we can kind of take a side point, actually, a surprising number of uh, films that are set in the future have 2019 as their actual date. Blade okay. Runner? Good. <clears throat> Am I thinking of something? Blade Runner, I think, maybe one of them. I know for a fact Running Man is one of them. Yeah. That's mad, isn't it? We're actually past that, and the future looks nothing like I don't see any Ed209 giants walking around Croydon anytime soon. No. <laughs> uh, if you go on with that, I'm going to look up what the other films are. Go on then, yeah. The next, so the contemporary, oh god, this is today's time, and this is 1993, contemporary Middle East. That was the third stage, so you will go back to your current time. And the final date, time zone is 2420 
Earth during the Great War. 2040, is it? <laughs> yeah, 2420. 2420? Yeah. Jeebus. Way in the future. Oh, yeah, before, uh, after they've had this crazy war thing. All right. So, yeah, you use... Basically, the game's quite simple. You've got a huge machine gun. It's actually your kind of default weapon, isn't it? Really good machine guns. I've only ever had the machine gun in it. Uh, but you can lock on, can't you? You can, you lock, can lock on. on. Oh, you can get the little... I never... I don't... Do I remember missiles? Can't remember um, missiles. I'm, you know what? I oh, you can um, you can shoot missiles as well um, with them. Um, yeah, I believe you can actually shoot missiles. Oh man, um, never used those. Never worked out how to use those. But yeah, the, what's the big thing about the machine guns? What's the sort of pros and cons of it? It overheats, doesn't it? Oh yeah, and I found that game. It was a great game, but oh my words! Loads like, of games have used that actually since. But um, yeah, the whole overheating thing's really annoying because you, you just want to hold the button down. But I suppose it gives <laughs> you have to think. You have like to think NBA about NBA Jam. You have to think about just like NBA the Turbo, game. just like the Turbo button in NBA Jam. Yeah, but I do I kind of prefer that to the uh, thing where you run out of ammo. What? What? And you have to pick. Yeah, up so more it's ammo. unlimited ammo to be fair, but you have to keep the temperature <coughs> at the right areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really annoying when you really want to shoot things and just kind of like waiting for it to like cool down a bit, and then you have to like keep mm. on using it up, and it's like oh, just like you're like tapping them with single bullets, pretty much. <laughs> oh, oh man, and the sound as well. Drum the sound. It's really good, isn't it? Oh, yeah, man. The sound I love the sound. Everything. It's peak Amiga sound card. Oh, yeah. And it sounds yeah. just like... Because I did, I did go back to YouTube to look this up. It sounds like so much like kind of Amiga sound card. Like oh, Death Strike did when you first... Come in. Yeah. The person that says that... There you go. A little, little spoiler. A little, tr- little treat for you. is actually from Neil Glancy, the person we interviewed. So he actually did oh, yeah, the voice. he does the old voice there, yeah. Commando coming in. That's yep. cool. When when the devs do the their, their own sound effects back in them days, man. The good Love old that. days. Love that. Um, it's weird because they said there's only one walker, isn't it? But if you do die, you have. I think you got three lives. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, can it doesn't it doesn't resurrect that walker? It says, oh, here's another one. Yeah, it's like we'll patch you up, send it out again. <laughs> so you got all you got three lives in total. If you lose all lives, the game's over. Hey, man, it was hard as nails, right? I remember it's too hard. I don't. I didn't get very far. Um, I think I got. I think I got to the. To the level with the red backdrop. Was, is that the second or third level? Ooh, I, I think that might be the second one, yeah, actually. Um, so the, the purpley one is like the first one, isn't it? And then... The, the greeny the, one. Is it the greeny Greeny one? one might be the last one, actually. I know, yeah, because I got as far as like the red, the reddish one, and then I was like, this is too hard. <laughs> it's, too, it's too hard. <laughs> I used to love playing it, and actually, it sounds like a one-player game, doesn't it? What do you mean? Well, Walker. But it sounds like a one-player game? Yeah. What does that mean? As in, I used to play it with my brother. What? Oh, did you? Oh, you had, yeah. one of you like had one... the joystick and one of you had the thing. Yeah. That's right. Oh, my words. The controls, not only are you going left to, uh, sorry, right to left, the controls are, it chucks up the cat amongst the pigeons because, you know, you can all, you, you've got to use the mouse. That's, that's a, that's a given. That's a, yeah. you know, but you also have to sort of walk the walker as well, left and right. Yeah, to make sure he doesn't get hit by stuff. Yeah, see, that's an important role. Bit more of a boring role, really, but we, my, I, I it's remember... It's a one-player game. I can't believe you split it between the well, two. Of course, I'd do the walking yeah. and my brother Mike would do the shooting. Oh, that's no wonder you got f- further in the game We did get me. further. I was doing it by myself. I was doing it on my Todd. <laughs> it's good to, so I'd argue it's more of a two-player game. You've got to, you know, be a, use your teamwork. Um, at the end of each level, there is a big boss. Remember the bosses? The, well, one of them was like a, a mass. I think the the final final boss was a huge tank. Really, there was a cool sort of crane. Uh, I think that was the third level boss. Uh, I think there was like a missile shooting uh, thing as well. So the bosses are pretty cool. Um, every, every good shoot on these a good boss, right? Yeah. Um, there are two difficulty levels in the game: arcade and easy. 
but only the first two stages are playable in easy mode. Maybe that was why Dylan... I think that's why I need to <laughs> experience those levels. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you... it has to have a Dylan mode. I'm sorry, I can't exactly. have that. I can, I'm not. So you might complete on it on easy mode. You never know. I just maybe. I, yeah, that's probably what I did. Yeah. I just what I like about it actually is is the graphics. I think it's sharp. <clears throat> the figures, like little figurines, the men that walk around. It's brilliant. Almost like stick men, but the animation is so spot on. The animation on the walker is really, really impressive. It's top notch. It's, um, I would argue it's one of the best graphics. Uh, not all the game, but just on the walker, especially. You're right, Rob. It's like flashback level animation. Yeah. Would, would you agree? Yeah. Yeah, it's astonishing. Incidentally, he- I've completed the research. Ooh. Uh, both Blade Runner and Running Man 2019, but also, amongst other much more obscure films, Akira. Oh, okay. Oh. Daybreakers, the Ethan Hawke vampire film. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. The Island. The Island, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, don't get too excited. <laughs> and The Road. <laughs> okay, yeah. The really depressing adaptation of the Cormac McCarthy novel. Oh, no, yeah, no, no. with um, Viggo Thingy Thingy. Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. Yeah, so okay. depressing. 2019, that's great. I hope they make Why? a Walker movie. Why 2019? <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to hear about the development and how it went through some dodgy periods? Yes, please. How on earth did it last four years in development, Adrian? Well, actually, this well, we'll kind of get back to that, but just before it's going to be released, the game was also going to have two different features, two different types of levels. This is really interesting. Some of the alternate levels would be more sort of platform shooters. So I think you could actually, you could actually leave your Walker device, and I'm not sure how it would look exactly, but. Uh, maybe the size of a normal sprite running around and jumping around and stuff. A running gun. Yeah, possibly. I mean, again, it didn't happen. Uh, it wasn't up to the standard. They just stacked this, just stuck to the basic shoot em up. Um, so yeah, it's developed for three or four years. It went into limbo for a year or two. Um, and actually it's the, it, this, it came at the same time really where, where DMA came up with lemons. So I think lemons took a lot of the sort of, effort the sort of you know people moving into that project mm-hmm. and it's kind of just parked the bus a little bit um yeah so david jones the founder of dma design loved to interview him one day if possible mm. he he wanted to work on walker following the release of blood money in 1989 and it was what was the inspiration for the game's mech me yeah, ad209 um yeah i do think it's yeah i Robocop. think that yeah i think that's in there actually i mean if not, if he's not said that that's <laughs> taken, that's um, taken the mickey it looks exactly like ad209 if it's not that i would say maybe one of those japanese like makoso gundam like things yeah. yeah i think you're right i i thought i had it actually maybe it's on a maybe i cut it out but Actually, interestingly, the game's mech development originated from a sprite from Lemons, apparently, so in 1991, and uh, originally designed for Blood Money. So I, I, I suppose they must have drawn something and reused it. But the, the people you shoot on the ground look a little bit like the Lemmings. I think that's. I think it's all. That's one thing. But there's yeah. a lot of industrial stuff in the Lemmings levels, isn't True, there? True, that could be. I it. just wonder if they've taken something from that. But there's it, a, yeah. Actually, the graphics are kind of similar in that you have like a brighter foreground and much a much mm. darker background, mm. in the same way you do in the Lemmings games. Yep. Like the kind of stuff in the background is all like in shadow and yep. very There's dark. There's a lot of shadow in that background. Yeah. yeah. Um, the graphics animation for Walker, we have to give credit to Scott Johnson here. Uh, he actually, um, a freelancer at the time, so he wasn't a proper employee, but he wrote a small program to correctly render the Walker's head in position, which could then be altered in deluxe paint. So it's really clever, isn't it? How the head oh, yeah. moves if around. If that's all been done in deluxe paint, then that's pretty amazing. I mean, credit where it's due. Yeah. Uh, but there, in early 1990, Jones scrapped Walker because the di- design was not coming together and began development of a new game called Gore. But this was also later scrapped. 
So many games get scrapped. <laughs> might be good, you know. I know. I know, right? Um, yeah, so... I'm guessing it was a bit gory. <laughs> yeah, I guess so too. Um, I've got here, so... Contr- yeah. It, it's a shame, isn't it? But, hey, it came out eventually. They eventually got it out there. Well, I eventually got it from you. So that was good. <laughs> I didn't... I, sorry, there's another, another Amiga game I didn't buy back in the day. <laughs> um, just, I feel like my paper's mixed up. Sorry. Give me two seconds. Dylan, talk to me about your 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 love of the game. And so your, basically, your... Adrian used to give me chunks of games at a time at school, right? So, <laughs> the Monkey Island games and et cetera, et cetera. And he's like, oh, Warcraft, because I'd heard a little bit about Warcraft. I was like, okay. The first couple of times I tried to load it, you know what happened? Hmm. I got that red software error message. Oh, I hate that message. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like my H of hundred just can't handle this. I was like, okay, I just give up. But it must have just been massive, just something, a fleck of dust in the drive or something somewhere that was stopping it because I got it working. I got that damn thing working. Yes. And it was phenomenal. <laughs> I don't, and I don't say phenomenal often. Phenomenal. Like, for me back in those days, I'm thinking, okay, what, I have to use uh, the keyboard and the mouse? I'm like, I'm, I'm down with that. Mm. That's cool, I can do that. But I was like, oh. Bring it on. Bring, it, was like, it was like so violent. I'm like, oh my God, this game is violent. It was so violent. like you presumably use the mouse, to, the, sorry, the keyboard to go left and right. Mm. Yeah. And then the mouse to actually aim the gun. Yeah. Yep. So you, you see the cursor on the screen. And you just, um, and you just wiggle, you just move the mouse around and it points it in the right, put, it points the turrets in the right direction. And then you just, man, my, my, I think I had the, the mouse on the right hand side, I think. And man, my index finger was done it's in. It's never been that. the same since, it, has it? it? I've got arthritis in that <laughs> finger now because of that game. So, yeah. Well, we got to do, it's a two player game. I keep telling you, Dylan. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, good old Jonesy, we call him good old Jonesy because he, Jonesy. He had a lot of stuff done for Walker. It didn't quite feel right. I think it was pr- probably close to saying this ain't working. But probably one last throw of the dice, he decided to hire Ian Dunlop and Neil Glancy and said, "Look, we got this. Guys. We got this game. You can redesign it if you want. Just make it work." And th- and they did. They did. So I'm actually want a little snippet of a little bit of the interview. It's obviously readable. Well, I've read them both, but you're gone then. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, "Neil, good old Neil. I loved Walker on the Amiga. Do you remember how this game was first perceived, and what was the early ideas and concepts of this classy game?" And he said, "Here, I met Ian Dun- Dunlop, the, the programmer who coded Walker in Edinburgh, S- uh, Scotland." There you go. Just in case you want to know where Edinburgh is, um, and we hit it off right Some away. People don't know where Edinburgh is, so it's yep. good to mention it. It's true. We, we 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 hit it off right away, and we and we both love games. Ian mentioned he was working on Walker, and I mentioned I was working on graphics, and I shipped some games. I offered to create some uh, test graphics for Ian to audition in the game. These graphics focus on the three main areas: the little soldiers you shoot, the game backgrounds, and finally particle FX. At the time, I was really inspired by Akira's lighting and wanted to create sprites with detailed shadows, dynamic lighting, and motion blur. This was un- un- unheard so of at the time. Like, yeah, unheard of at the time, yeah. So the results, uh, when, you, when you saw them in motion, were really compelling. Ian integrated his graphics into the game, and the results were very impressive. The new look raised the bar from the basic graphics that were implemented previously. Here we go. Spoiler alert, though. A little twist. Sadly, these enhanced graphics didn't ship in the final version of the game, as the newly enhanced look came in too late in production. So David Jones chose to keep the old graphics in the game <coughs> so it could meet its publishing schedule. Oh. So I like the look That's of Walker, sad. but could you imagine what it could have been? It could have looked a whole lot better. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? The more I think about it, the more I kind of think... Maybe it's because we've mentioned like uh, this earlier on, but it does remind me a lot 
The look reminds me a lot of the Mega Drive Robocop Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll, I'll chuck another little quote from Ian then, because it would be unfair not to put in a bit of his interview. Mm-hmm. I said, what was your exact role in Walker? <clears throat> and how did you and Neil Glancy work, uh, work together to, to create such an amazing game? He said, it's hard to say with a degree of accuracy. I know I was on it from the start to finish. Um, I wasn't getting paid a lot, <laughs> and there wasn't a lot of management uh, push to get this game done through early on. So I experimented a fair bit. But early on, I did establish the control method and how the walker functioned. My role was lead. I did programming duties and the game duties. DMA design didn't really have much of a say early on. It was only later, I think three or four years in, <laughs> that they decided to, to rein that's in the mad. scope and wrap it up. That's just so mad. You wouldn't be allowed that anymore, would you, three or four oh, years? Oh, no. Like, that's just ridiculous now. Like, you'd, you'd, bankrupt a, you'd bankrupt a dev company doing that, wouldn't you? Exactly. You'd bankrupt a publisher. Uh, I also asked him about the sort of novel control system, the mouse and joystick slash keyboard, and I asked how did that come about. I said, I can't really rem- uh, remember any issues with the actual implementation. It was inspired by the 3D orientations of the Walker head sprites that Scott originally made. I wanted something that was easy to aim. I've always been a fan of coin-op arcade games that employed uh, unique um, control uh, schemes that made you feel like you were interacting with the controls of a craft. Instead of controlling an on-screen avatar's movements directly, so he mentions Battle Zone. So there you go. So kind of kind of an arcadey feel. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> I like it. I haven't got back of the box, like I said, but I do have a advertisement snippet as well from the game that from from that I think went across all the countries. You want to hear it? Yep. Dylan's excited. I'm very, I'm very excited for this, mate. You go for Dylan it. Dylan, full of dread. It's the most awesome <laughs> machine of mass destruction over to stalk your screen. Fitted with the most powerful twin cannons yet developed and a real mean attitude, the Walker has the destructive powers of a H-bomb and the charisma of a, a Kalishinov. Kalishnikov. 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 Then drill him full of lead. Then drill him full so that of should lead. have been the story. Yeah, that should have been the story. <laughs> and they would have saved themselves loads of like pages of the manual yeah. and saved some trees. I think I prefer the uh, manual story. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Walker 2. Walker, Walker 2. two. Yeah. Walker 2 Walker was in... Um, I, I mean, lo- that was a two-player game. Well, I've... D- never was made, was never, it? Well, it's cancelled, never made. I asked Neil again, because Walker 2 was in development. I said, what... Did you ever start work on the cancelled Walker 2? <clears throat> Can you explain some of the ideas? And good old Neil, he says, yes. I was lead development of Walker 2, internally called ABS, for nearly a year until I left DMA to come to the States. There were many improvements we wanted to make to the original Walker formula. Firstly, we were planning to stream the backgrounds of a CD-ROM so they could be very much more detailed, epic and varied. In addition to this, there would be a, a meta game of expanding your Walker business as well as full customization of the Walker's loadout <laughs> expanding and appearance. Expanding your Walker business, oh my God. How cool is that? I still have a ton I think of... you love that. You're a business studies teacher. <laughs> yeah. I still have a ton of artwork and sketches from the design and look back on this project fondly. I would love to revisit this one day. Neil, do it. And also, in Neil's interview on the site, he's got loads of, he's given us loads of the, uh, the concept art, hasn't he? Yes. For ABS. So, Walker fans, definitely check that out. If not for the words of Neil, for de- definitely for the drawings. I mean, if they do, have, if yeah. they do make that, there has to be a bit at the beginning where the Walker, have you ever seen Cocktail? Yeah. Uh-huh. It has to be the, like the bit in Cocktail where Tom Cruise goes for those job interviews and no one wants to hire him. Yes. Walker has to go on all these job interviews and no one wants to hire him. And then he goes, 
I'll start my own business. Walker business. <laughs> yeah. I will start my own walker business. <laughs> yeah. A time a time travel <laughs> business. <laughs> um I asked I said one last quote from Neil. I said, Why was Walker Two cancelled? And do you feel there's room for a new game in today's series? And well he's kind of answered already, but he says, I can't say definitely why the game was cancelled, but I think it was in large part due to the first Walker game receiving a lukewarm reception. It wasn't amazingly received for yeah. a few reasons. I saw kind of mid-80s, low-80s scores for it on, mm-hmm. when I was looking doing some research. <clears throat> um, it, it, you know, I liked it, but I guess it wasn't everyone's cup of tea. What was keeping it? Was it the lack of mobility for the walker? No, the main the main complaints were it got a little bit stale, a little bit too samey. Uh, it's th- very samey. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it is so polished yeah. and so technical. You know, it was it was, you know, a bit of a bit of a wonder piece yeah wonder piece on the old amiga there but the backgrounds are dull it's all very repetitive the action i guess that that kind of thing grates on you a little while i suppose like that's why they originally wanted those kind of interesting sort of other levels in the in between the kind of <clears throat> run a gun levels possibly but yeah to break it up a bit break it up a little something. bit yeah yeah i mean i i mean i never got bored of it but i can i can understand why some people would get annoyed at it um yeah, so he says here, had the game done better, we might have felt more confident in doing a sequel. At the same time, DMA was going through some changes as well, with a number of staff leaving the company, mm-hmm. including myself. So I think it just fizzled out. I would love to revisit um, ABS, though. Uh, there were loads of great ideas there that folks would enjoy today. Did he say that there would be a kind of like an FMV CD-ROM thing for the backgrounds? Is that what he, That's that what what he said? That's what he said, yeah. So a bit like how Mega CD games were, like Silpede and stuff. Yeah. I so, think that could have, yeah. Or like Mega Race. So basically just the FMV behind the action. And then that could have been quite cool, actually. I mean, would you I have kept that. it 2D or would you have gone crazy 3D? Would I have kept it? I mean, there's enough 3D mech games yep. out there. I'm sorry, but there's just loads of them, aren't there? So I definitely kept it, keep it 2D. And it's, you know, just vary up the action a bit. Yeah, just vary up the action, vary up the backgrounds. The, the FMV thing would be pretty cool. But, yeah. Maybe if, uh, the walker could. Retract its legs and fly. Flying like, Walker. Uh, well, then it would be left to right shooting levels. Then it would be flyer though. Do you we're ready for this? Right. If you complete the Walker game, and I've seen the walkthrough, mm. Mm. Um, that's how it ends. You actually you kill the massive tank at the end. This huge thing. This massive sort of kick-ass kamikaze. It looks you know like Robot Wars. It looks like one of those massive, obviously you know huge scale. Mm. Um, you actually leave your legs and you you're like a little flying pod. And he just flies away. Flies, and that's the end credits. You, you, you fly off. You abandon your legs and fly away. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, exactly. That's up to them. Um, that's, that's how they want to do it. That's fine. I, I chucked it on good old Twitter, didn't I? What, what people's views were. So I got a, little, a few little quotes here. So good old Dino. We called him old Dinosaur. Dinosaur. Yeah. He said a unique game and one that doesn't, that, that isn't mentioned often. Uh, a shoot 'em up with keyboard and mouse. Can't say I've played it much as I only discovered it a couple of years ago via WHT load, whatever that means. WSD load is just an emulation thing. Blah, blah. Do you have like literally whenever you bring this out? Do you have literally every? Do you read out every answer? Because no. like a lot of the time, again, you, it seems like you read out stuff and people go, uh, "I never really played it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard about it, but I've yeah, heard about it. We don't get an awful lot of responses when we. we don't, not like we get like hundreds of responses, no, is it? I so. just. <laughs> would you want another one? So Richard Troop, he says, I thought it was a really unique concept for a game and it still stands up well today. So I don't know if that's a clever joke. Stands, stands up, up well, well today. today. I think he's, that's funny. I, I that's quite, 
I tip my hat to that. <laughs> to I Richard. Tip, tip my hat to Nimi. Um, I quite enjoyed the controls once I got used to them, and it, and it pains me that there was, there aren't more people aware of this classic game. Uh, Andy Endine, we like him. Andy. <laughs> he said it never received a release on the greatest 16-bit home micro, the Atari ST. Boo. Ooh. I We're, mean, it would have been an easy port to that Atari been, ST, it? wouldn't it? So my experience of Walker is limited to playing it on, on the demo, Amiga, in Alders store in Croydon. <laughs> wow, Alders Croydon played it. Oh, well done, mate. <laughs> it was good fun, and the animation of the little dudes was great. I'd definitely play a remake. Um, actually, I do think, I think it's in the interview, they, they were making Walker for the Mega Drive, I believe. I think it was uh, touted at the very least. How would that have worked? <laughs> you just... Actually, yeah, how would that have worked on the Mega Drive? Two controllers. Oh, I've just worked it out. So, no, because you ha- you could use B and C for left and right, yeah. like that, and then use the D-pad for the cursor, and then use A for the shoot. No, you don't. You uh... <laughs> No, you don't. Rob's like, no, don't do that. Explain. Use left and right for uh, left and right. Like, you kind of keep the rough target thing, use up and down. Oh, just on an axis. Yeah, yeah. just go up and down on that. <clears throat> and then, like, yeah. just have, like, so everything you shoot, it goes in a straight line. Yeah, well, that's a... Yeah, that could work. Yeah. It had to be really quick, though, wouldn't it? Otherwise, you'd be like... Eh, <laughs> <laughs> I think our listeners kind of understand that. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Smith, huge Amiga fan. We, we like his work. He said, oh, yeah, he's got a good, the old Amiga Power music. He does. Uh, Kickstarter. So I, I tagged him in. I thought I'd tag this. I'll tag Matty Boy in because, you know. Oh, he's got some, something to say about it. And he's, he's, he had a few choice words. He said, big fan of this one. I'd be intrigued to learn more about the platforming sections they cut off the finished game, which yeah. were originally going to see you exit your walker and infiltrate bases on foot. Yeah, not not much to write home about, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on quickly. Um, oh, this is interesting. John Shawler, who w- works on the Amigos podcast, I believe. Amigos, so, yep. Um, he says Walker is more of a tech demo than Shadow of the Beast. And yeah. that's saying something. Stages take forever. There's no variety and everything other than the Walker is just very, very drab. Bit harsh. Bit harsh. But I can kind of see where he's leaning, but I think he's a little too far there. So it's like, yeah, the Walker looks brilliant. Everything else is drab. No, I mean, the little guys are pretty yeah. cool. All their little vehicles and stuff when they're moving around is pretty cool. The action is pretty good, but the backgrounds are oh my god, they're drab. The drab. They should have <laughs> they should have got the other graphics in. They shouldn't have kept the the old stuff. They should have they should have brought in the new yeah. stuff. And wow. fi- final Twitter uh, response from Ross Taylor. He said, "I love this game and thought the c- control system scheme was great." My friend uh, at Nicodemus managed to complete the game without realizing you could lock on with the right button. Ooh, <laughs> yep. Um, look, guys, Walker's been and gone. It's a shame. I haven't played it for y- yonks, but it always it's, it's up there for my kind of nostalgia Amiga times. Mm-hmm. Love playing it with my brothers. Um, hard as nails. The sprites are great fun. The animation is top notch. Um, I personally think Walker should come back. I don't know. If there's enough hoo ha about it, you know. But I would love to see Walker Two finally get released. Do you not think it would be three D? It probably would be, but I wouldn't like it to be. I wish it was kind of really polished. Actually, I quite like the pixel art. I think it works well with it, but, you know, really just sort of a bit more variety in between, you know? So what kind of levels would you have in between the walking levels? Not Uh, platforming weirdy levels, but... (laughs) The moonwalking levels? um, Moonwalking levels? (laughs) Maybe flying off, like like more R-type kind of levels. You know, kind of... You can actually leave your legs. Into a shmup a bit. Yeah, making a shmup. Um... Maybe you could exit your walker as a human as well. Like, you'd be a little sprite running around. You wouldn't do a bit of, like, 
buying of stocks and shares <laughs> yeah, and like, like, tra- sim. like trading on your your floaty value and stuff like oh Lord, walker shares are up oh, sell 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 <laughs> that's sell, it sell, sell, sell. yeah make walker bake like a sim city sort of game just build up your, your you have your... to negotiate but you know like the, that negotiating bit in theme park where you get the hands <laughs> but you've got your big you leg stretch out the hands with the <laughs> union guys your You're chicken like, legs sticking out do you know actually i think would have made walker better if you could collect a better variety of guns yeah yeah, loads more weapons. I think it needed, um, but yeah, it's lots of things. Lots of people on paragliders. Um, I have to say, in Walker, there's loads of people in paragliders. Yeah, they just paraglide <laughs> just to be annihilated. I, I know. know. <laughs> exactly. Actually, yeah, I don't think you can shoot missiles, but you can lock on. It almost feels like you should be able to. Oh, I've locked on. Now I can shoot my missiles. No, but you can just shoot the gun. Still, you can just shoot your guns. <laughs> Yeah, I agree, Rob. More weapons. It should be like, you're like in Cannon Forder where you press the two buttons and you get like a grenade or something. Oh, or like a yeah. missile. Like, that's what it should be. That's what they should have done. Yeah, Walker Cannon Forder, mash Cannon Forder would have been released. No, oh, but they wouldn't have known about it, actually, would they? Was Cannon Forder released the same year, 93? Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Well, I think I know what they would do with the 2020 Walker. Um, you'd have a mode where you could be the humans. You could coordinate the attack against the Walker. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, so you could like, try and, like tackle the walker. So set up barricade or a sniper in the thing that's going to get annihilated or paraglider. Yeah, you could have like a paragliding level. You've got a paraglider. <laughs> like you're like a pilot wings. A pilot wings kind of game. Seems very N64. Yeah. Well, that's free. It's got to be 3D then if it's on N64. Well, if you're paragliding, you would have to be. Well, yeah, of course. So yeah, paragliding walker mashup. Do it. Neil, you, you, if, if you're listening, make it happen. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, check out the great interviews on the site. I'm, I mean, they've done some other stuff as well. Great games, so thank you for their interviews. To finish up, though, I've made a Walker quiz. Finish up, but you were just getting, getting to getting your stride. <laughs> just getting to your stride. Um, if I talk any longer, we need Zimmer frames and all this. All this <laughs> so, <laughs> pens are ready, uh, Rob and this is why you had. This is why you gave us pens and paper earlier. The, this is a quiz about different things and people called Walker. <laughs> This this quiz is purely about Walker, so we have to wait and see. Um, you know, I hate quizzes. You know, I never do well in these. Most, most well, neither do I. So one of us is going to get lucky this time. <laughs> well, most of the questions I've given you A, B, C, or D kind of options, but not the first one. This is your chance, and you, you, this is, I want the answer at the end of the quiz. This is like a bonus point. Walker, Texas Ranger, st- <laughs> starred the amazing Chuck Norris. Can, uh, I'll give a point to the person who can come up with the best Chuck Norris joke or fact. You've all heard him. Can you think of one? You've got the whole quiz to think of one. And we'll oh, do I it know, right I know a really good one. A real fact or one of those stupid, stupid things? I like stupid. stupid ones, yeah. Uh, I hate those. Well, it's a, there's a point in it, Rob. <clears throat> another, thing that, oh, another thing that Maddox ruined about the internet back in the Web 1.0 days. Good old Chuck Norris memes. Yeah. Um, so, question the proper first question then. So, Rob, start thinking about that crazy Chuck Norris one. I've got one. Oh, Des, yeah, it down. Des Walker. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> was an English international footballer. He is well known for playing for Nottingham Forest. How many appearances did he make for Dylan's favourite football team? I've got four options. The, the, uh, this is a fair question. Go on. A, B, C, or D. A, 274. Mm. B, 289. C, 199. Or D, 421. And there's another sort of LinkedIn bonus point for this. How many goals did Des score in his whole footballing career across his any team? 
And you just got the closest person to this gets the point. Okay. Ready for question four? Yep. Race walking is a real Olympic sport. <laughs> Explanation mark. <laughs> it is. It is. Yusuke Suzuki has the world record time in compete, completing the 20 kilometer race. Uh, what was his, what is his time? What is the fast time ever someone's done race walking for 20 kilometers? Is it A, one hour, one minute? B, one hour, 16 minutes? C, one hour, 34 minutes? Or D, two hours, one minute? So how roughly long is 20 kilometers in miles, would you say? Mm, no. I don't know, is that 15? I don't know, I've tried to estimate it, I've failed probably. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care. I just we just break down anything. Five. We're like, what do we even win for beating beating the other person? I thought four was up next. Oh no, no. So one was the Chuck Norris kind of bonus question. Yeah. So one was Chuck Norris bonus question. Two was Des Walker appearances. Three was Des Walker goals. Oh, okay. Walkers is UK's biggest crisp brand. It is. Which is their most popular flavor of crisps, according to their FAQ page? You can just write it down. You don't need the options. Mm. Salt and Ninica. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for question six? Yeah. The Walking Dead used used to star <laughs> Andrew Lincoln. <laughs> what is his actual birth name? Is it A. Andrew Clutterbuck? B. Andrew Shuttlecock? C. Andrew Clustertuck? Or D. Andrew Musseltop? <laughs> <laughs> A, B, C, or D. Know because he knows about movie things. They're and all quite silly names. TV things. Uh, I don't know that. You know that. And if you don't get that right, then this, you're rubbish. Are you ready for this? Question seven. Paul Walker sadly died a few years ago. Mm. He's, but he did star in everyone's favourite film, She's All That. He did. <laughs> what is the current rating of She's All That on the IMDb score out of ten? Okay. Is, is it A, 4.9? B, 3.9, C, 6.9, or D, 5.9? And the penultimate question, there's nine in total randomly. Walk the Line starred Joaquin Phoenix as Johnny Cash. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> he, he also played the Joker. The Joker was also played by... Cesar Romero in the classic Cesar Romero Cesar Romero in the classic sixties <laughs> Batman starring Adam West. In this series, Burgess Meredith also played the penguin. Burgess <laughs> so Meredith tenuous. <laughs> Burgess I also knew we were, I knew where you were going. Burgess with this. also played Mickey in many classic Rocky surprise, films. Surprise, surprise. Uh, Rocky question. Rocky famously ran, ran up the Philadelphia steps to the art museum. Ha- running. How many steps are there? Is it Again, a- Dylan's been to this place numerous times <laughs> and got up the stairs and taken photos. <laughs> How the hell is this? Fair? Is it is there 120 steps? A, B, 96 steps, C, 72 steps, or D, 78 steps? It's a tad unfair, actually. Sorry, Rob. It's not because I can't remember how much how many steps are in each section. So and the the I final question, a bit of an anticlimax. How many points is the word Walker worth in Scrabble? And uh, the closest gets it, obviously. I like all these Walker game-related <laughs> questions. <laughs> Rob's still thinking about it. So, listeners, I'll go for the, the scores soon, but um, I, I'm not sure how Dylan and Rob are going to do, but we'll see if you can beat them. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everyone has to be writing down their answers as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure all our American listeners will get those Des Walker questions. Right yeah, they're away. all about the Des Walker. They love a bit of Des Walker. American, well, you yeah, found a Des Walker back in the day. Uh, obviously, you'll never beat Des Walker. Mate. Sorry, <laughs> even when he came back when he was an old man. Yeah, that's what's going to throw that because he came back. He played for us for years and years and years, and then he came back in the early 2000s. Good so. on him. He's yeah, he's got good legs on him. Um. Do you want to reveal your crazy Chuck Norris joke slash fact? Rob goes first in your Chuck No, I, I don't have one. So you don't have one. <laughs> I first. win. I win. By default. I was like... <laughs> well, I'm going to hear Dylan's first, and then the one... I think I can easily come up with something better. <laughs> no. Then... That's not oh. fair. You didn't write it down. So that's I wrote mine down. This so... is not a, an answer. For, it's not a multiple choice answer. It doesn't matter what I... <laughs> no, but you didn't write it down. So I put... Um, no, I... It, I can say whatever I want. No, you can't because Ooh, well, the, the quiz is over, isn't it? This well, is, this is, this is checking answer time. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's question yeah, time. Maybe you should wait to the end then, so it gives Rob a little bit more time to think of one. I'm not going to write it down. <laughs> you have to write it down. No, I don't. <laughs> Look, okay. multiple choice ones you have to write down because if the so other person... Shall we person's... use it as a tiebreaker? If, if, if tiebreaker, tiebreaker. Okay, so how many appearances did good old Des Walker make for Forrest? I said, I said 400 and something. It was D, wasn't it? I, I put D. I put 289B. Oh, the answer was actually A, 274. Oh, so none of us got No right. points. Nil right. point. How many goals did he score in his whole footballing career? I put but one. I put four. The answer is actually one. Yeah, yeah I got One right. goal in his whole footballing <laughs> career. I don't remember if he scored that for us or for Sampdoria, but yeah, one. <laughs> I do not know the answer to that question. Ah, <laughs> what is, so race walking, what was the quickest time on record? I put C, whatever that was. I you, guess D. You said one hour 34, Dylan. Uh, Rob said two hours one. It's actually one hour 16. B oh, was the answer. We're both wrong. Okay, great. Walker's. <laughs> this is going well. <laughs> which, is, which is Walker's most popular crisp flavour, apparently? Really salted? I put cheese and onion. Do you know what? I, I'm surprised. But yeah, it's cheese and onion. I, I didn't believe that either. But apparently it's on their onion. website. Wah. Right, what is Andrew Lincoln's birth name? I put A because it was the least. It was the least ridiculous. I put A. Yeah, it is A. Yay. Andrew Clutterbuck. Clutterbuck. Um, what's the current rating for "She's All That" on IMDb? I thought it was five point nine. Yeah, yeah, I put the same. Spot on. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, av- it's an it's not a horrendous film. It's just very average. <laughs> yes, yeah, it? it's, it's not. It's not. It's watchable. <laughs> it's watchable. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, how many? Okay, so at the moment, is that how many points you got, Dylan? Uh, have you got three? three. Rob's got two. So this is, ooh, the next one could be quite important. Ooh. How many steps are there on the Philadelphian steps up to the art museum? Dylan will know this. I put B, whatever that was. You said 96, B. I put D. Uh, I mean, sorry, not D, C. I put it down here. Then Rob's right, 72. Oh, there it. Whoa. So you, you just quite unfit to this. He thought it was uh, 96. It was 96. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, no, Rob had to put it down. Uh, also, that means, actually, interestingly. Ooh, we got a tie at the minute. How many points is Walker worth in Scrabble? I put 18. 18? 13. Rob is spot on. It's 13 wow. on the dot. Wow. So I actually... Rob wins, though. Well, I, we still got the crazy... Uh, that, that, was only, that was only for a tie break. Can we hear... Okay, so Rob, you win the walker. Hey, you came back from behind. Well done. I'll see if I can come up with a stupid one once Dylan does Dylan, uh, everyone's on tender hooks. They can't Hold wait on. to hear it. No, because you're, you're leading, so you have to go first. And I just, now I ran out of mine. I, you have one. I don't have one. <laughs> I put... I put um, like, Chuck Norris doesn't do push-ups. He presses down the earth. <laughs> That's a, that is good. I love that one. That's Rob's face one. is a picture right now. Oh, I just hate all that stuff. Ah, I love all of those things. I love it. They're so funny. Um, Chuck Norris is so hard that 
<clears throat> he was in that Bruce Lee film, but his beard was a second choice for that role. <laughs> there you go. Okay. What, do you, got you there what do you want from me? I told you I hate all those. Oh, was that that's some Way of the Dragon you was in? I think it? it is Way of the Dragon, oh, okay. yeah. Um, there's loads out there. There's loads out there. Chuck Norris constructed the, the hospital he was born in, I heard the other day. Oh, yeah, that's a good that's one. so that stupid. One. I hate all those. <laughs> so, like, internet boring cliche. <laughs> nerd. nerd. No, it's not nerd. It's not nerd. It's not, no, nerd. That's one of the things nerds aren't to blame for. It's just, like, idiots. <laughs> Well, like I bet those people haven't even seen Chuck Norris film. Most of them, they haven't seen any of the Delta Forces or any of the missing in actions or any of the Golden Globus masterpieces Chuck Norris was in. So what you're saying is you want a new a new Walker game with Des Walker in, uh, Des, with De, um, Chuck Norris involved? I'm Des Walker. <laughs> Des Walker. Can you imagine? So we'll get all of them involved, make a new Walker game, and we're on to a winner. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at Arcade Attack UK, at Keith Barlow82, and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Arcade Attack UK. Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top 10, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.